we're back in the studio. Oh my God. The this is our first guest of 2021. Hey. I'm so glad. Yay. I'm so we're so glad we do have a guest with us. Um, of course, a little bit before we get started on that, we are so happy to make it here in the first what seven days of 2021 eight days we're eight days in i mean it's already cray cray it is super crazy but we're not gonna get into that today our highlight of the day is our special guest and i'm gonna allow her introduce herself so say hey girl hey girl (laughs) (laughs) i love that (laughs) she's so cute i'm so glad you made it i know we've been like Back and forth, and 2020 was crazy, and then 21 took off like a bang. I know. It seems it seems like it's been a whole year and like a week. <laughs> it really has. It really I'm like, has are we really like going that. through this right now? I'm like, we don't need a part two. Let's let's start fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next week. Right. right. <laughs> it's always Monday. Monday's a new day. <laughs> we'll start everything on Monday. I know. That's what right. I do. Yeah. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Let them know who you are. Yeah. So my name is Ellen. Um, I'm a Dallas local here. So I'm glad to actually get to join you in the studio. And awesome. Thank you. Thanks for joining we our welcome studio. You. Yeah. So um, I'm the owner of the Movement Loft. We are a fairly new um, yoga and dance studio here in Dallas. um, Awesome. In the Deep Elm, South Dallas area. Oh, okay. So um, it's so it's been a really crazy um, experience opening a business during the pandemic. Oh wow. Um, I am an a dancer, an artist by trade, and a marketer by day. Um, and that's your, like, full-time job? Not for much longer, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Go uh, ahead and um, pull up your mic a little. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That okay. Starts you. Cool. <laughs> um, so, you know, I am just super excited to to just be here with y'all. And We're excited Well, thank you. I'm, ex- you. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about your studio. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's it's kind of my my weird brainchild of um, everything that um, I've kind of gone through in life Mm -hmm. and, you know, dreamed up over the last few years. And so, um, you know, I've been dancing since I was probably about seven. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. Grew up in Oak Cliff, started taking ballet lessons there at the Y, um, and you know, fell in love with dance and then continued to dance all through middle school and high school, um, went to arts magnet for dance and, um, loved dancing. Mm-hmm. But when I went to college, I decided to go into marketing. Mm. Actually I was pre-med and then I went into marketing. Wow. Pre-med. <laughs> I like the body. I, I okay, like the body. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested right. in the body and physical health. That makes sense. Um, but being a doctor is not that creative. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get creative with people's, um, you know, you want to get creative with people's plastic surgery or something. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, throughout the time, I've always maintained a relationship with dance, whether it's, you know, taking classes on the side. Um, I've always danced ballet folklorico. So, um, so, you know, I've always maintained a relationship with, um, my, you know, my background, my culture through mm-hmm. folklorico, um, dance through college, things like that. And then um, 
when I lived in Austin, I would take classes here and there, but it was really challenging to mm-hmm. find adult dance classes. Right. And adult dance classes that, like, feel good for an adult to go to. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then when I moved back to Dallas, um, you know, I was dancing in and out of different projects and um, still trying to take class, and I could never really find a fit for um, where it felt good to take a, an adult dance class. Right. Um, simultaneously, I'd been doing yoga for years and years, developing a practice, and it felt like the cousin of dance mm-hmm. because it's um, a similar kind of physical movement in a lot of ways, but it's a lot more accessible because you can find a yoga studio, you can go to a yoga mm-hmm. studio. Right. And so... Um, in maybe about five years ago, I was dancing. Mm-hmm. I was dancing in like a little ensemble company. And I was taking a lot of really intense yoga classes. And I was working out and I was working full time. And I got injured. Oh, um, no. And I realized that everything I was doing was like super intense, like right. super fire. Uh huh. And we have that mentality, right? Like no pain, no to keep gain. Pushing mm-hmm. really. To keep pushing through it. Oh, for it's like, sure. It's like that with your career. It's right. like that with exercise. It's like mm-hmm. that with so many different aspects yeah. of life. Like you have to keep pushing, keep going. Like you right. push through the pain, push through the stress, push through everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I had to take a step back and be like, okay, well, I like physically cannot push anymore, right? Because now wow. I'm hurt. Yeah. Um, I have to take a step back from dancing. I have to take a step back from yoga and look at what kinds of habits and practices I'm keeping for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think the fitness industry as a whole has a very no pain, no gain mentality. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I'm in the business of trying to flip that over. I love that. Um, and we can we can talk about that because yeah. I have a lot of opinions yeah. on that. <laughs> um, but really, I had to learn that balance for myself. Like yeah. when you have these intense, um, intense days or intense practices, intense workouts, you have mm-hmm. to balance that with something that takes care of you and nurtures you and restores right. yeah. you. And we're not taught that a lot of times. Right. And so um, I, maybe about four years ago then, knew I was going to start something and didn't know what it was. Right. Like you had that itch. You right. know, you, I feel right. like when it's coming to you. Like, like you have a calling, but you don't right. know what it you is. Don't know you what don't it know what it is. Yeah. 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 You don't know who's on the other line. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was like, okay. So I started listening to all these podcasts and reading books and mm-hmm. following all these different entrepreneurial voices and just trying to like understand how people had gotten to even where they had gotten mm-hmm. or like what inspired them or, you know, how they had built something. And so um, little by little, I, like, developed that into, like, okay, well, now I'll join a Facebook group with, like, entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go to conferences with other creators or, you know. And simultaneously was saving money. I was, like, I'm going to put money away, not knowing what I'm putting money away for. For but yeah. like one day I'm gonna figure this out. Right. Yeah, that's a smart move. And so um, about two years ago, I started building a business plan for a studio. And like at night when I was at home on my couch, I would like work on the business plan. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
didn't even know if it was like a real thing mm-hmm. or like something I would pursue, but I was like, oh, this is gonna like, it at least occupies some time and like some creative energy. Right. And so, um, flash forward last year, I would like casually look at spaces mm-hmm. and I went to see the loft and I first saw the pictures online and I was like, oh, that place was really perfect. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd looked at some other places where like it was hard to visualize the space being used in the way that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like that, okay, like you have to have a talk with yourself. Like <laughs> the money's not in the bank, like the right. timing's not right, like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I was like, okay, if you go to see this place and you love it, like are you gonna mm-hmm. be ready to like make the commitment? Yeah. And so I went and I like looked around and I like remember looking up and I was like, okay, how am I going to make this work? Mm-hmm. And this was like November of 2019. Wow. Um, and so I was like, okay. Like I told my would-be landlord, like, okay, give me a couple <laughs> of days. Like I have to file the paperwork for yeah. the LLC and like file the business bank account, like get everything set up and mm-hmm. like totally in like, you know, and signed the paperwork, moved in last January of like end of January wow opened the doors like two weeks before COVID hit oh my god and then closed (laughs) oh my god and so I was like okay cool so like crazy I know and so like there were days I'd just go and like water plants and like tinker around or like Mm -hmm. do yoga and um you know we would teach virtual classes and things like that but it's Mm -hmm. not the same right and so, um, did that put it like a damper on you, like on your mood that that happened like right after? No, but you know, was it like a more like a, like a boost of like, okay, we're going to make this work somehow. Yeah. Well, you kind of have no other choice. Mm-hmm. And like, you also like, there were so many voices in my life that were like, you could just let go of the space. Like Aww. you could just, you know, close up shop and reopen. And they don't know that that's reopen. your dream. Right. <laughs> like this is like, five years in the yeah. works. I was like, no, this isn't done. This isn't even like started yet. Like yeah. you can't tell me to close the doors on yeah. something. Like, well, good for you. It's a couple of months, you know? And yeah. so um, we really like officially reopened in August. And awesome. so, yeah. It's been, it's been, I figure if you can survive a pandemic, you can probably (laughs) survive. Yeah. I think like at that point, like to put it up to scale, like you've got like your PhD in business. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to survive for a new business to survive a pandemic in the year 2020, like you're fine. Anything anything surviving in 2020, just in general, like a business alone, I can't even fathom you you go through five years of something is your calling Mm -hmm. something is if there's an itch in you like you have this plan you and then you're putting that into the works and then it's just kind of like a slap in the face it's just a bump in the road and you're like you know what we're gonna it's gonna get back up after this yeah back up and reopening how was that for you how was that feeling of like it wasn't like fully to the scale what you expected when you first opened but now like you reopen and how was that feeling for you I mean, so, you know, as an entrepreneur, every day is different. Like, every right. hour is different. Mm-hmm, like, there's mm-hmm. a roller coaster you go through. And it was, 
it was great to see people coming in the door after so many months of like having things closed up. Mm -hmm. Um, I really love what we do. Like I, Mm -hmm. I I genuinely love what I do Mm -hmm. and I'm speaking as someone who plunged a toilet last week and (laughs) you know, I I changed trash and I, you know, bleach floors, Mm -hmm. but like I also really love our small but growing community and Mm -hmm. the whole mission is to create community around movement I love that oh that's good yeah every time I see like our members meeting each other Mm -hmm. and like saying hello to each other and like talking about their days like Mm -hmm. that to me is ugh, it's my it's my favorite thing that's so great so what is what is your studio offer Yeah, so um, we offer various types of yoga. Um, I teach more from a hatha approach. Um, What was actually happening tonight at the studio is restorative yoga. Um, We offer some vinyasa flow classes and kind of everything in between. Um, And then we also have dance classes. So dance and yoga happen simultaneously every Mm -hmm. day. Um, and we have everything from ballet to, you know, dance choreo, um, Latin dance, um, jazz funk. I'm trying to think. There's so a hip hop very class. Like, very that is inclusive, so cool. very yeah. wide. So are these classes for adults and children? or They're only for adults. Only I for love that. that. Yeah. yeah. Leave so your kids at home. <laughs> yeah. Because, no, like, as an adult, right, I always right. try to find things to do like as an adult right so I try to find like dance classes around me Mm -hmm. and I'm like they're all for like five and eight year olds you know (laughs) like yeah what about for us older people like I want to go to a dance class and it comes from like how you it stems from like your story you know from college trying to find like comfortable dance classes for adults which I totally get yeah you know this was I was probably like what two years I was like deep into just wanting to learn salsa you know and Mm -hmm. and I would go out with my best friend trying to learn salsa at like these they would teach like three lessons. Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and it's kind of awkward because other yeah. people are watching you and yeah. there's just, but every time I did go, it, there wasn't any judgment amongst okay. like other adults. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. That yeah. is that, that is something that you guys offer. Um, now, as far as like what you've created with it and having that sense of like community with movement I love how you kind of put that together like for you starting so young was it something that you wanted to do or was it something like your parents kind of like encouraged you to do or how did you get into that kind of pulling back a little bit here (laughs) yeah you know I think I I wanted to do it um I was very I was talking to my mom about it the other day and she was like we've always just kind of let you do whatever you wanted to do and I was like (laughs) yeah but it turned out okay like not Mm -hmm, in like a juvenile delinquent kind of way but like there wasn't a lot of structure on like you have to do this or they held you back or saying like don't open that business because it's not that's not the right time or you're not going to be it's not going to be successful yet or just Mm -hmm. give it a little bit more time because I mean I've heard those (laughs) stories before too like are you sure do you are you sure you got the money for that instead of like just letting like just just do it let me go and do you let it like let it just happen are you the oldest I'm the only. Oh, okay. okay. I'm I love the that. only. And well, and so, yeah, I mean, it's taken time to get everyone on board with like, mm-hmm. this is the vision and like we're doing something. Cause mm-hmm. at first it was like, you have a good job. 
Why would mm-hmm. you leave that? You have benefits. I think that's very common. Yeah. Like for me, for me, like coming from Mexican household, if yeah. you already have something solidified, right. why are you going to go for more? Yeah. And I think that's a very big one that I've seen. Um, I'll, I'll just use, for example, my, my sister-in-law, because it's just a recent thing going on. Um, she moved, she went to UT Austin, moved to California for a job. And she got offered a job in Virginia. So, like, she, now she's moving cross-country. And, you know, my in-laws are just like, but you have a good job. Like, why do you need to go find something else? Right. Or, you know, in California right now, it's completely shut down. And mm-hmm. just things are really terrible. But, like, in in all actuality, she's like, I'm going to get paid better. And it's more like, as far as, like, what you're going to get your money's worth, it's a little bit easier to live in Virginia comfortably than it is in California where she has like two, three Mm -hmm. roommates. And so like, it's that uh, attainability of like, if we have something okay, like let's settle for that and not like not push more. Comfortableness. And it's like having your, starting your own business is a little bit uncomfortable because it's of the unknown. Like you don't know what's going to happen or, you know, especially with the pandemic, it could have made or break somebody, you know, and unfortunately it's, you know, a lot of businesses have closed because of COVID and stuff, but you know, if you don't try, then you don't know. Yeah. 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 That's a big one. How did your family feel during having to shut down? I mean, so you have to think like my, so I'm second generation. Okay. So I'm born here. Mm -hmm. My mom's born here, but my grandfather's from Mexico. Mm -hmm. And he owned a business that did really, really well. And then when the economy in the valley crashed, Mm -hmm. um, he lost. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I think with a lot of immigrant parents, especially of that generation, like the only way that they saw their kids getting out is education Education. and a stable job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for all of the women, it meant being teachers Mm. because that's a suitable profession Mm -hmm. for a woman in the 60s um, or 50s -hmm. when all of my mom and her sisters were coming up. And so, you know, in their minds, you know, you have a stable job, you have, you know, a roof over your head, you have insurance, like those are Mm -hmm. things like, they're like, oh, you you made it, like you're doing great, like you did all the things. And so the idea, I think, especially after they saw my grandfather lose the business, um, you know, I think it looks risky. And if you've always worked as a teacher at a school district, and I'm not Mm -hmm. demeaning that by any means, but like, I think if you've always had that stability of like, an eight to five paycheck Mm -hmm. and you don't have that entrepreneurial bone it seems very daunting to go out on your own that's very Mm -hmm. true and very risky Mm -hmm. um and I'm risk averse like by nature like everything has been (laughs) very calculated like you know money is very calculated like Mm -hmm. my time is very calculated Mm -hmm. and so and you have to be right like you can't just quit your job with like ten dollars and be like (laughs) see and that's how I am like I always like you you risk assess everything I'm like I need to make a plan because this is how it's gonna go so I I am totally with you on that I'm like I could never even when I hear people's like stories of like I only had a hundred dollars and I couldn't even afford rent but I made my own business and I'm like Wow, that's, that's that's amazing, but I could yeah, I could same. never, <laughs> I could never. <laughs> and, and it's true. You have to have the backbone. I'm like, of with it, my last hundred dollars, I'm gonna get food and put gas in my no. car. You know? 
And maybe I'll treat myself yeah. a little on the way home. Right, right. Maybe a two dollar two buck chuck from Trader Joe's. <laughs> Stop a target. Seriously, isn't that crazy though? Yeah, it, it's it that is. mentality, and I feel like I don't know. Maybe it's a it's a thing that just comes with like not wanting to fail, like not yeah. wanting to like let anyone else be proving you wrong you yeah. know like i hate the i told you so kind of situation yeah. so i am going to calculate every way through possible mm-hmm. that i'm going to make this happen and mm-hmm. that sounds like your story ellen yeah. to be quite honest and i and i love that um what's a little bit of advice that you would give someone that has that itch that calling for something yeah i think it depends on where you're at in that phase like if you're just starting out and like and i i hear it a lot from like friends that are like want to do something I'm mm-hmm. like cool what do you want to do mm-hmm. <laughs> I always love picking the brain yeah yeah and they're like I don't know and I'm like we'll go figure it out like yeah you what have are you time. good at? yeah what do you like to do like what do you genuinely have a what passion? is there a need for what mm-hmm. is there a need for is mm-hmm. a good one and like how could you solve that problem mm-hmm. yeah um or like what do you genuinely have interest in because you're gonna spend so much more time doing whatever it is that you break off to do right right and you're going to invest tenfold more into it so Mm -hmm. it's like you really need to like it yeah Mm -hmm. you need to enjoy (laughs) enjoy what you're doing yeah Yeah. like if you don't like race cars like don't start a business around race cars right because you think it's going to be something Mm -hmm. um and i think always we're not Putting, not going into it thinking you're going to make a lot of money. Because you're not. Oh. You're mm-hmm. going to pay to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for a while. Which is fine. Um, right. But, but you need to be have that, that awareness. And right. that passion for it to continue going on. Yeah. 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 I could see that. But I think with anything, like if you're chasing money um, or you're chasing prestige or you're chasing something that you think you're going to get out of it, mm-hmm. whether it's a career move or mm-hmm. it's a business or whatever mm-hmm. like you're not gonna get what you need out of yeah. it yeah i could see that um you're not gonna have fulfillment in yourself if that's what you're just looking right. for right yeah right i think it's almost that like it's almost that like mentality of like you have to hustle you have to grind mm-hmm. and it's almost like you come to the point of like that mentality going to too much if that makes sense. And then you're kind of like wearing yourself thin. Mm-hmm. And then you're at a point of like, well, I give up because at this point I'm tired and this is, it's, it's not like, working. Yeah. Right. I think it's like giving yourself that, that mentality of I have to go 100 every day, all day. And it's like, no, it's literally almost like one step at a time. Yeah. yeah. Almost, I mean, it took you five years. Like yeah. In, yeah. in that, in that years. sense, like you started, like, you know, you, you felt for it. And then you started little by little, you, you know, you started going to seminars, you started going Facebook groups and stuff like that. And so when you created your business plan, what was like one of the things that helped you kind of kind of put the pedal to the metal on that? Because I know a business yeah. plan, it's it's not just like writing down like, here's what I want to do. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I had an experience where I went to take an adult ballet class and I'm I'm 31, so I'm not super old, but I'm no girl. I'm get he- I'm headed to my 30s too. <laughs> hey, 30 club, 33 over here. <laughs> 30s amazing. Um, so I was like waiting for class to start, and I realized the moms are my age, 
and they're waiting on their kids and there's like a bunch of kids running around which kids are fine but if you are just starting out and you have interest in dance and you've never been to a studio before Mm -hmm. or if you're wanting to try something out with a girlfriend or have some me time or whatever it is like Mm -hmm. that doesn't feel like a very good experience yeah Mm, you feel like you're not supposed to be there like it was really for the kids and then they added on this adult dance class yeah i could see that and so i thought what if you can bring that experience because people love to dance i love mm-hmm. to dance like oh. no pressure on i have it. a dance with myself all the time when i get me time <laughs> like, well i'm like i'll dance but i'm not doing tiktok dances <laughs> help me convince her i am not doing tiktok dances i just uh, we'll get to that later because you're a dancer i don't do tiktok dances either okay. <laughs> Is that really dancing? I'm like really untrendy in the TikTok department. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't have, I don't know. Maybe it's just like the way that it is nowadays, but I could pop lock and drop it. I just can't do what the new thing is. I, you know what I mean? With their like, hands. I No, I can't. They're really coordinated it's, for people on like a 15 second video. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. I can't. I can't get with it. I, Me, can't. I just can't either. <laughs> I'm like, I can't record myself doing some TikTok dance 50 times just to get it right. Like, I'd rather go to a dance class. Yeah, but my 11-year-old, let me tell you, I caught her, like, (laughs) recording herself doing a TikTok. And I'm like, teach me, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I will one day. (laughs) But I could see that, the uncomfortableness. Like, for me as a mom, like, you know, once upon a time, my daughter wanted to do gymnastics. And even that, like, in itself, I'm like, I wish I could like or Mm -hmm. I would have done like something like that you know so I could see where you created that that fulfillment for something that you just were like missing yeah it's a space for self-care and things that make you happy that's what we preach here that's some one of the things we preach here is self-care so let me let me tell a quick story so when I was in high school I loved dance class I loved dance I tried out for the drill team um I didn't make it, uh, which is fine, but I had a really <laughs> hard time doing dance moves because I uh-huh. had a really large chest in high school. Yep. I had a really oh. large chest, so I couldn't play like volleyball. I couldn't dan- do, in- do anything in dance class. So that's like the big reason why I couldn't do it. So like um, now that I like I don't have a big chest anymore like I did in high school. Uh, I had a breast reduction 10 years ago, so that's why. But um, you know, like it's always been like something that I wanted to fulfill of like playing sports and mm. you know, that's why I was working out all the time cuz I'm like I can do actually jump rope like <laughs> and but my not, boots are not, not hitting my face or like dancing because I couldn't dance before and I'm yeah. like that's how it's always been like a fulfillment of mine to like just do because I wanted to be in dance class. Do it, Mel. Do so it. So I love like and I love seeing like women just going to a dance class just for themselves. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cool. I think that's how I felt when we were doing the salsa. Like when I would go with mm-hmm. my best friend, we would go out salsa dancing. Like that became like my like my go-to away from like my kids. Like, you know, mm-hmm. as a mom for me, self-care meant like something outside of my wholeness, quote unquote, as a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it feels like once you do become a mom, that's all you are. Yeah. Or that's, you know, or you're just a wife. Right. Like it, it you can't almost like create that barrier and realize that as a woman I'm a woman not just Mm -hmm. a mom and a wife like there's something in myself and like the fulfillment of 
going out and dancing and going out and just releasing whatever it is with movement, with dance, like I can see where you're coming from, Ellen, because seriously, there was something about bachata, there's something about salsa, merengue, like all of that that gets your hips moving, it's sensual, it's like fun, it's, I don't know, there's just something about it. Mm-hmm. it if And if you've never done it, it's it's so weird to kind of explain it. I don't know. There's and it's like you said, like the movements of the yeah. body. It's like you move and you're like, I didn't even know my body could do that. Right. right. These hips don't look, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, yeah. I really I really do. I really love that. And for folklorico, I did folklorico in elementary school. I love school. that. Until love middle school. I did it for quite a while. I had the big yellow I always dresses. thought they were so beautiful. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, that's so pretty. I love, and it, and it does give you that sense of, um, I know you mentioned when we were talking about that connection with your culture, mm-hmm. and that's so amazing to know that that lies in that background of, of being, you know, uh, Mexican, Hispanic, or Latin, because the fol- yeah. folklorico isn't just for, for Mexicans. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for example, like, doing folklorico for me, it was it brought almost like a sense of like pride to like my family Mm -hmm. because i also did um i did horseback riding but we did like a show and it's like Mm -hmm. called it an escaramusa and so if you've ever seen that it's like they're riding it's almost like wearing the folklorico dresses on horses and you're just like doing like crazy intricate like movements with the horses and all that i really have to show y'all videos of it i have to ask my mom for it but it was something that brought me closer to my culture because growing up here since i was two three two three years old i never really knew what being completely mexican was about Mm -hmm. because i grew up in predominantly mexican areas but it was like chicanos Mm -hmm. it was mostly like english speaking Hispanics so it was like all right but I'm Mexican like I was born in Mexico but I'm raised here so like trying to like culturally like understand like oh this is something that comes from like back yeah back back when like I want to get into it so I really got into it and how did you end up doing that just from being a dancer and just trying everything I wanted to wear the dress the dress (laughs) right they're so pretty and this is the way they flow I'm like that's yes. so pretty. But yeah. specifically, I wanted to wear the Veracruz dress. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I was in, like, fourth grade. And so our school was, like, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Mm-hmm. So, like, the older girls got to wear Veracruz, and the younger girls were learning something else. Or mm-hmm. the, yeah. And so our group was learning something totally different, and I was like, I'm going to wear that dress. Mm-hmm. I really want to wear that mm-hmm. dress. And Was it the yellow one? No, they're white. They're white? Oh, so okay. they're white. They have a little apron. And then they have a headpiece with a bun. Yeah. Um, and they have a fan. Veracruz mm-hmm. is my yeah. favorite state because, um, so Veracruz is coastal. Yeah, it's and coastal. So um, there's, so the beautiful thing about folklorico once mm-hmm. you start learning um, is that the influences of the music um, not only echo the region, but the people that have settled in the region. Right. So, like, there are certain areas where um, I think it's trumpets are not native to Mexico. Um, there's some other instruments that were not native to Mexico mm-hmm. that came from people that settled. Mm-hmm. Right. Like um, Spaniards? 
and also African slaves, mm-hmm. and also the French and different cultures mm-hmm. that had settled in. Right. Um, and so you see that influence mm-hmm. in different areas of Mexico. And so with Veracruz, the music's like very light and airy, and mm-hmm. you have this beautiful like skirt work, and the skirt work um, reflects the ocean. So like some of the things that you do are meant to like be reflective of like the ocean the waves, waves yeah. and like different things and then like different parts of the geography and things like mm-hmm. that that's so beautiful it's, yeah like a story within the dance yeah. a story within mm-hmm. a dance um same with the footwork like there's certain footwork that goes um and then like there's certain states that use other types of props like fans or um there's Guerrero uses um, handkerchiefs, mm. which mm-hmm. um, I learned they're one of the only states that does. And in um, South America, I think there's only one or two countries that also use it. And so it's the influence that like hopped country yeah. to country. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it's Colombia and maybe, I don't know. But anyhow, so it's, like, super fascinating also to understand, like, the historical value. Mm -hmm. And then also, of course, the costumes are amazing. And Mm -hmm. um, our company director would hand make the costumes. And he still does. And so... It's crazy. um, So it's just that connection back to Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, they're beautiful and Mm -hmm. all of that. And they make you feel beautiful. Like, you put on the dress and, like, all of a sudden you have, like, a whole persona and you're, like, flirting with the audience. And you've (laughs) got your hair done. You've got your hair done and your makeup and your lashes. And, like, you have this big, beautiful jewelry and you're just a whole other personality. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just love dancing. I love (laughs) folklorico in particular. In particular. Um, with the arms and the just just everything about it makes you feel so beautiful. Right. Do you teach that dance? I don't, don't? right now. Mm-hmm. So I did for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, my first PR job, I um, I didn't make a lot of money, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> no one does. <laughs> um, but I got a part-time job teaching at a community center, and so I would teach. I would go to work, and then I would teach after work mm-hmm. and I would teach like four days a week mm-hmm. and so I had kids at that point like three different levels of kids and then one level of adults mm-hmm. and I absolutely just loved loved it because it was a small town and so like you got to know them and mm-hmm. like you got to know the families mm-hmm. and like year after year you would see them like grow up and um so I, I just loved it loved it so much mm-hmm. yeah I can definitely I can definitely tell you have a passion for what you do mm-hmm. and opening up your own business is completing the passion within creating a dream and making it happen. Um, I guess like for people who kind of are interested in you, obviously they can find you online. Can they schedule like as far as like what kind of like dance or what kind of yoga or what exactly um how can they reach you there? Yeah, so um, our website is movementloftstudios.com. Um, we're on Instagram pretty actively. That's my in, my choice <laughs> of social media. Oh, yeah, right. Um, we're Movement Loft. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm most interesting Ellen on Instagram. And, um, you know, they can you can schedule online. You can see our whole... Um, 
schedule of classes, mm-hmm. class descriptions, a little bit more about the studio and pricing, things like that, right. and just get a feel for it. And then I'm always there. I like to see everybody that comes through. I like mm-hmm. to meet that. everyone. That's awesome. I love it. I mean, <laughs> it's a service, right? Like, right. it's very about creating an experience for people right. that feels good. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your me time, and you're walking in for something that, like, is going to make you feel good mm-hmm. and feel right. like you had a really nice experience. Right, like you're pouring back into yourself. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which we all need. Yes. You're a mom. You understand that. Mm-hmm. You're a busy 30-something. Like, we all need this mm-hmm. time right even if it's just an hour to yourself yeah 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 so. and an hour feels for for me getting away for an hour i'm like is that is it went by that quick like i know <laughs> i gotta right? go back yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. i i totally get it um do you have different um experience levels of classes for yoga do. and for dance we do so um so yes, and so we've started adding some more beginner level classes too, and then the ones that are kind of all levels we label um, okay. because we do have people just starting out, and then like our workshops are usually accessible to all levels, mm-hmm. um, and so my my personal mission is to make movement accessible. Um, and I so when that. you come in, like you'll see a variety of ages and body types and mm-hmm. skin tones and male and female and everyone. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it, it has to be accessible, right? right? Like it can't be, if we're truly going to build community, like you can't say, you know, you have to look this way mm-hmm. and you have to move this way and right. you can't do this yoga if you can't do a split in the air on your head right at yeah. 90 <laughs> degrees you know like um and I, w- I want the studio to be reflective of that I want any kind of um media or like photos or anything like I, I need that to be reflective also of mm-hmm. that of that mission mm-hmm. and same with our instructors right um so that we we're creating the atmosphere fear yeah. that feels good mm-hmm. and like having that inclusivity it's of, inclusive yeah. oh yeah and, and diversity and diversity of, you know different body types different people men women right. yeah. yeah because if if i'll be honest if i walk in a room and no one looks like me it puts right. it makes it makes you feel like should i even be here yeah. right right and i right. think like with the new year you know we all have like these these uh goals or we want to set the tone um, whether it is like trying to, for me, like, for example, is like my mental health comes first. And I think like I've, I've started, I did yoga last year and I kind of like sporadically did it here and there. And it was just kind of like stretching. It's just kind of like getting in, in that, you know, kind of like that rit- ritualistic kind of situation where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to just stay in bed for mm-hmm. an hour. Like in this hour, I could just get up and get yoga done right yeah and so I started incorporating more meditation because then sometimes yoga just becomes a little like so I started incorporating meditation and that's helped me a lot because I don't know if it was just the beginning of the year and putting that pressure on like I want to do xyz and I want to get it done by and I'm like all right like you know chill back Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. and becoming in tune with yourself and realizing that when you just take a breath for a second, like it'll like almost like realign yourself and you're like, okay, like we don't need to do all of this. And it's so funny because the other day I was like doing like really deep breathing and my three-year-old was sitting on the couch and he's like, mommy, 
And he just like yeah. did his little deep breathing. I was like, exactly. Because sometimes, you know, three-year-olds hold it, th- throw, uh, throw their tantrums. And I'm just like, okay, Ezra, look at me. Deep breathes and he, he does it. And so like he gets over his tantrum. So like even creating little things like that, like not alone for myself, but like I have little eyes watching me, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that creates a sense of like, all right, well-being in my home because if my three-year-old's not throwing tantrums then i'm okay yeah (laughs) and i don't feel like i'm losing it so yeah Yeah. i'll definitely have to come check you out (laughs) i know i want to do dance classes yeah definitely definitely want to come check you out i think that body awareness and that mental awareness like just knowing what you need and becoming attuned to it is so important Mm -hmm. um because if not, then you're constantly trying to run 100 miles an hour. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's how my brain yeah. is. So I feel like my body has to do the yeah. same. Yeah. yeah. So like you mentioned earlier, like in, in the difference between going to a gym and going through like like a different state of like not exercising, wellness. I guess. It's wellness. wellness. Yeah, it's more wellness. I think that's what kind of you would contribute mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. Um, the movement. difference in that. It's in moving, moving your body. Moving yeah. Your body. And I, I think mind. like people will pull that pressure on themselves to like sign up for a gym and then don't even like have the time of day to like deep breathe and like realize that you got to slow down a little bit. Because, you know, you mentioned no pain, no gain. Like, should you really be feeling that much pain? <laughs> Yeah, that much pain yeah. like while you're and and I know yoga teaches completely the opposite like you can't push yourself to a point that you're feeling pain if you're really practicing yoga right and there's mm-hmm. a lot of like hybrids now like yoga fitness and sculpt and all mm-hmm. these yeah. things and um and they're popular and people right. do them um and I will say like um how do I put this delicately? Like as a business, yes, you want to have customers, but like, you know, I have people that come in that want to do like fitness and they mm-hmm. come for one class and they don't come back and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to be okay with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're not the studio for you. Like if you want to do a very fast power flow, we're probably not the studio for you. Okay. Um, it's more mindful and it's I more tuned that. to your body and like learning about yourself and mm-hmm. how you move. And you can make a lot of changes in your body mm-hmm. by moving mindfully that you won't make if you're moving so fast that you don't know where your arms and legs are in space. Mm-hmm. And right. I speak that from experience because I've yeah. done that type of yoga and I've done other types of yoga where, um, you know, my practice sometimes is just yeah. taking a couple of breaths yeah, right. or mm-hmm. just laying, um, and especially since I teach so much, like sometimes, you know, I do a, a lot of demos with mm-hmm. them or I'll even take some class and like, I don't want to continue. Like, you know, I teach like four classes a day. Like I don't want to have a whole nother hour of doing something. Right. Some days I do, some days I don't. And mm-hmm. you have to listen to that and to, you have to yeah, learn listen to your to body. Yeah. Yeah. Understand what you need. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I like important. that you have the awareness that this is not the place where you're going to come and like work out hard. Like you're going to like move your body or you're going to, you know, <laughs> test your body to its limits. To its like limit. most, I guess, fitness classes. Yeah. It's mostly mindful of right. like you're here and you're going to like learn about your body mostly and how you can move it. Right. Rather than like moving it to, you know, lose weight or get right. fit or anything like that. Yeah. Like that will come with the movement. Right. Yeah. Yes. And it does. And so like, um, 
one of our students that comes to hip hop every Saturday, she's like, I burn like 900 to a thousand calories in mm-hmm. class. So like, you're still getting a workout. Yeah. But, like you're not punishing yourself on a treadmill. Correct. Right. Yeah. Two hours that's to do so it. That's so true. And that's how I have gone into this year of like wanting to find movement for myself because of quarantine, because of, you know, COVID and stuff. I did gain mm-hmm. a lot of weight, but I'm like, Same. I'm not walking in a huge building yeah. anymore because I'm working from home. Right. You know, where I would take walks during the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not finding movement. I don't go to a gym. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. I canceled my gym membership. So I'm trying to find ways to make myself move more. Yeah. And yeah. finding fun ways where mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a chore. And right. like, I love the dance class. I love the yoga mm-hmm. where I can be mindful and like kind of relax my brain after a hardy hard working day and like, you're just staring into yeah. like the abyss <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i don't want to go to a gym and like pump iron and stuff like no. i just don't and right. then it, you got to do math and <laughs> <laughs> you do you do when you're putting weights on the yeah. on the barbell i'm yeah. like wait 45 uh uh, <laughs> let me get my calculator. I just don't want to do it, you know? Like, I don't want to. So it's like just it. being, you know. Yeah, I love that. In, in like a meditation state of after work or whatever right. in the morning to kind of yeah. get yourself prepared. But yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. I'll definitely come check you yeah. out. And it's a beautiful loft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've checked out your, your pictures and I've checked out your Instagram and it's a beautiful loft. And um, do you guys, are you guys taking instructors? Like kind of like if someone is looking, you know, to teach? Yeah. Right now I am, I, I mean, not really. I'm okay. hiring maybe one more yoga instructor pretty soon here, but um, all the instructors that have been on, Mm -hmm. um, aside from one who's moving to Austin. Wow, okay. um, Have stayed on, and so um, we'll obviously continue to grow our schedule. Right. You know, as things are opening up, especially. Mm -hmm. Right, everything's progressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there is definitely going to be opportunity, and same with workshops. Um, We do, you know, three workshops, three to four workshops a month, Mm -hmm. um, all kind of self-care Based and so there's always a potential to collaborate and to do different things together. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you joining us today. I know we've been going back and forth, and let's but do this. It was this such day. a positive. Like I love I that love to that. be our first yeah. episode of uh, recording here for for mm-hmm. 2021. It's it's good to kind of get that started and not feeling that pressure that you have to attain these like new year goals at like a high pace at crazy rates when you can start off slow right yeah, yeah. and and, and, yeah. and i love how you put that that that's something that you offer at the movement loft so yeah thank you so much for being thank here you. thank and, you yeah, uh, thanks, is there anything lady. else that you might want to add to any entrepreneur out there or someone that just has those yeah i mean i think kind of piggybacking on what you said, like, especially since we're coming out of such a crazy year right. and we're already off to a crazy start. Like mm-hmm. I think giving yourself that grace, like mm-hmm. that time that you need to figure things out, like not everything's going to happen overnight mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to, and that's yeah. okay. Um, and just, you know, if you're setting workout goals or you're setting whatever kinds of goals, like, mm-hmm 
it's okay if it it doesn't happen right away or if you're not charging full force at it every single day Mm -hmm. like some progress is progress Mm -hmm. you know an email sent gets you one step closer than you were yesterday right or you know sometimes it's just taking a bubble bath and just clearing your mind Mm -hmm. and that gets you closer to it also right that clarity of where you're wanting to get i love that well yeah that's amazing that's really good good um feedback and that's really good the best you can do you know right. it's just like everyone's going through a different journey right you can't just like it's not black and white right yeah. it's just it's all coming to you when it needs to come to you and i think the best thing is just like take it a day at a time yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. that's the best thing so you have to. i love hearing yeah. your story i really hope to look forward to checking out the loft me and mel oh yeah I'm excited we're to going together. Yes, <laughs> we're going, going together yes. yeah we're Definitely starting come. we're starting 2021 with like we're doing new things yeah here. we yes. are yeah so we look forward to it and Yay. yeah i hope you guys check her out um we'll go ahead and tag her um website and we'll tag your instagram on the show notes if you guys have any questions just let us know or if you want to go ahead and join me and mel maybe just let us know. Tag along. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'd love that. We'd love that. Yeah, that would be awesome to have one of you guys tag along or a couple of you come check it mm-hmm. out with us. So, yeah, guys, I think that's all the time we have for today. And until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.